Taking charge of your future starts with taking the first steps. And saving up to $30 a month on Cox Internet with the Affordable Connectivity Program makes those steps easy to take. Whether they bring you to click upload on your first short film or join now for an online book club. Applying is easy. See if you qualify at cox.com slash ACP. Non-transferable one per household application and eligibility decisions are made by the FCC. To those who visit Mickey D's for their favorite breakfast item and then go somewhere else for coffee, give this Mickey D's brew a second chance. The glow up was real. Try any size iced coffee brewed with 100% Arabica beans for just 99 cents until 11 a.m. And pair it with a savory sausage McMuffin with egg for $2.79. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. Our whole goal is to help leaders go further, faster. I've got a special guest with me today, my brother from another mother. We call him my broke cuz, Pastor Dale Lawrence. Sir, what's going on? What up, Bishop? You know how we do it, baby. It's time to handle the father's business and get busy. Listen, that's exactly what we're going to do today. Guys, we have an incredible podcast for you today. It's going to help everybody in every form of leadership. You know, I have the Harvest Leadership Network, Pastor, and my goal is to really pour into leaders. The Bible says iron sharpens iron. If you're an eagle, you need eagles. If you're a lion, you need lions. If you're iron, that means you're, you're strong. You need strength. And we pour into leaders through something we call the Harvest Leadership Network that people can connect with in any sphere of culture, arts and entertainment, business, education, family, government, media and spirituality or church if you're a leader in any of those areas want to invite you to connect with us be a part of the harvest leadership network and connect with some other iron that can sharpen you text the word leadership to 877-552-4746 we'll talk about that more before the podcast is out today but listen y'all today's podcast is going to be amazing here's why we're talking about the post-pandemic leader listen the world has changed. The pandemic has changed everything about arts and entertainment, business, education, family, media, government, church. The pandemic has changed everything. It's going to be an incredible topic that we're going to jump into, give you some great nuggets and principles that you can use as a leader post this pandemic. We'll be right back after this, then we're going to jump in. Shout out to Bishop Foreman for inviting me into your church today. He's a good man. Welcome back, everybody, to the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. We are talking the post-pandemic leader. I've got with me uh, as a guest today, uh, Pastor Dale Lawrence. Listen, let's jump right into this thing. The pandemic changed everything. 
how do you how do you operate in a world where everything is brand new everything is different man listen you you got you gotta like like one old uh very wise man once said you gotta move around you gotta yeah. move around it. you gotta move around it wow. uh things have changed on every level how people consume their entertainment how people eat and how people worship how they go to church so as a as a leader you have to be able to move with the wind move with the tide and make the changes that are necessary for the state you're in now you know me and you talk all the time and i know at some point i'm liking this to the shift of the music industry since that's what i came into and them seeing the wave of napster sweep across the music industry and basically seeing the industry get totally wiped out because they did not recognize what was coming get ahead of the curve and prepare for it, it they waited too late wow which brings up this scripture that talks about that jesus said this luke 12 56 you hypocrites hypocrite is interesting because hypocrite means actor so i want to start here if you're going to be a leader you're going to have to lead you just can't act like you're leading Come let's on, do, let's deal with that right there because many leaders they have the title of leadership that's not leadership many leaders are managers but that's not a leader what's the difference a manager um deals with um the nuances of a thing a manager manages something that a leader puts in place I'll say that again. A manager manages something a leader puts in place. Well, a leader sets the structure. And we're going to talk about four Ps today. Your plan, your people, your process, your product um, that you've got to change in this post-pandemic world as a leader. Um, but let's talk about that because a lot of people, you got a lot of time. You got more people with titles now than ever. You got more apostles and bishops and archbishops. I'm sure we got a few new popes and you've got prophetesses and this and that and you've got you know ambassadors you got all these different things and i'm not against um titles but jesus literally is speaking to the people and he said you actors in other words you're pretending like you're a leader but when you have to lead you don't let's talk about that yeah 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 that's good you're pretending like a leader but when you have to lead you don't i mean it separates the weak from the tear you know mm -hmm. the weak from the strong it, you, a leader to me is only proven when he's you know hit with trials tribulations the storm that's when you can put a title in front of your name all day long and one has written before that you know a leader with no followers is just taking a walk wow you gotta have somebody some group of people following you and not only that you have to know how to handle those tough times and to truly rise to the occasion and lead your people watch this in turmoil and not just when it's just high time that's really good you know what i love about that um as i think it was mike tyson that said everybody got a plan until they get hit in the face um yeah, yeah. And, and that's the real essence of leadership leadership is when you're experiencing challenges and we're going to talk about these four p's your plan your people your process your product when you're experiencing challenge with your plan when you're experiencing challenges with your people when you're experiencing challenges with your process when you're experiencing challenges with your product so let's deal with this verse then jump into these p's he says you know how to analyze the appearance of the earth in the sky 
essentially he's saying, you guys are really spiritual. He says, you're paying attention to all of these signs and you all of these prophetic words and all of that, which is good. I am all for that, not against that. But look at the last part. He says, but how is it you don't even know how to analyze the time you're in? Now, this is good because one version says discern it. One version says to analyze it. Here's the concept. He says, if you don't understand what's going on now, he says, essentially what you just said, you're going to miss what happens next. And we have a lot of people who want to deal with next, but they're not paying attention to now. The pandemic changed everything and it changed it over overnight, essentially. March of 2020 changed the entire world. Um, when you look at this present time, let's deal with these four Ps. Number one, your plan. My belief is that every post-pandemic leader has to make plans with intentions on those plans changing. And not only that, Bishop, they have to be open for a new plan altogether. Correct. What if this pandemic has totally wiped out your own model? Right. I keep going back to the music industry in 1990 when Napster began to come on the scene when they began to tweet. Listen, it, it was time there to develop a new plan. The music industry kept trying to push this old model. And as we saw, record stores were closing. They were going into debt. Sales was going down rapidly. And then it all crashed and burned. Wow. Wow. You have to be prepared and be so connected to God that when it changes or when you have a change like we've experienced since March 2020, God, what is the new plan? What That's is it. the new assignment? And I can't be so married to the old plan that I just forfeit the future one. That's so good. You know, that makes me think of, of Abraham with Isaac, right? So the original plan, God tells them, all right, Take Isaac up the mountain to do what? To sacrifice him. This is the original plan that God lays out. The plan seems crazy because it was crazy. I mean, God says, listen, you prayed for this thing. You waited for years for this son. You get the son, sacrifice the son. Because essentially, Isaac was Abraham's plan for the future. And what God does is, says, listen, I want you to take that plan up, sacrifice that plan, sacrifice it to me. As he's on his way up the mountain, the same time, God prepared in advance. Just like if you're a post-pandemic leader, you got to be seeing what's coming up on the other side of the mountain. You have to say, God, show me what's coming so that I can prepare for that. Well, Isaac, Abraham and Isaac are going on one side of the mountain. On the other side, the Bible says a ram is going up the other side of the mountain. Abraham lays Isaac out. He's getting ready to sacrifice him. Remember, he was Abraham's plan. God has now given Abraham the plan. And the plan is you got to sacrifice this plan. But I don't know what's next. I just know that I got to sacrifice this. And as he's getting ready, as he draws the knife back, the Bible says an angel speaks to him. Pay attention. In the midst of him executing that plan, it says, stop. Don't do that. There's a ram over there in the bush. In other words, the plan just changed. And guess what, Abraham? If you wouldn't have been listening and doing like that verse says, analyzing the present time, you would have missed the plan change. And if you missed the plan change, you would have been mourning the death of Isaac when the reality is I had given you a new plan that was going to keep Isaac and make sure that it blessed you. That's so good, Bishop. Man, that's so good. And that's so real.
You have to analyze the plan. The president. That's so good. You got to analyze it. All right, let's get to the second B. People. Oh, my God. Customer service everywhere is shot in many regards. And by that, I just mean it's 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 some in some instances, it's just not it's not only not what it used to be, it's just not good. Every CEO across America is reporting issues in, in the world, issues with staffing. You have things going on in America called the Great Resignation, where people are just quitting their jobs. And sometimes it's not, it has nothing to do with pay. It has nothing to do with company culture. It's just we live in a culture now where people are just not necessarily connected and tied to things the way that they used to be. Um, when you deal with people, you got two sides to this. You have the people that work with you or work for you as a leader. And then you have the people that you serve as a leader, right? So if you're in the business of church, it's your congregation. And then that's who you're serving. And then the people who work for you, um, your team. Let's talk about when it comes to people analyzing the present time. Um, what do you say to leaders that say, man, I'm having some difficulty with my staffing. I'm having some difficulty with my team. What will be your counsel to them about being a post-pandemic leader? Man, listen, so true. Everybody's going through it with the people. I get it. Totally get it. Again, this is one of the opportunities where if you call yourself a leader, you must rise to the occasion and move around. Sometimes you can't move around. Sometimes you just got to get in there. In the words of Bishop, you got to go through it. Get in there. You know what I'm saying? And, 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 and depending on where you are. But either way, I think that the number one thing that comes to my mind is to pray for people. Mm -hmm. um, pray, pray for God to bring or to direct you to the right people. And then the second thing I would say, uh, uh, past the prayer, is train the people. Mm -hmm. uh, sometimes maybe they won't come with everything that you need them to. But if they have a heart and hunger, then you can teach and train that and mold that into what you need it to be. Sometimes just the, the, some of the most least people you would expect that is there, but they got a heart for it and they're willing. And if they're willing, I can work with willing. That's good. You know what I love about what you just said, too, is um, if they got a heart and a hunger, because those are two things you can't train. No, you can't. You, 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 can't. you can't train. When you say heart, we're talking about people who are passionate about what you do. If you're in customer service and you have people who don't like people, you cannot train them to like people. They don't have a heart for it. Right. Um, if you're in food service and you got people who don't like to cook, you could not train heart. So that's really good. Um, and then you said heart and then hunger. So one is passion. The other is persistence because hunger makes you persistent. You ever been hungry? And you went to one place and they were closed. So what did you do? You persisted because I'm hungry. I'll go to the next until I get what I want. Uh, right. You can't train hunger either. Either somebody has that. No, or they those don't. two things you can't train, but but mm -hmm. they are crucial ingredients right. that is not yet manifested. It's not yet manifested, but it is the core ingredient to make the finished product. If you right. got somebody with those, they don't even have to have the skills. Right. But if they got the hunger, and if they if they have that, and if they have, you know, just that that passion. Right. Man, look, you can train. That's it. You, you can, can train hold that. You can put that together. If they got the heart and hunger, you got the major ingredients to train them to be that new staff person, that new manager, that new whatever you need.
That's good. So essentially, it, when it relates to people and particularly your staff, your team, those that work with you or for you, is you're going to have to be prepared to take some people from seed form. Mm, that's good. You're going to have to be prepared to take some rough people that have heart and hunger and train them. Here's a couple other things that I would add. Um, one, you got to realize everybody is dealing with the same issue. So don't think, what's wrong with me? Right. It's not or you. Or I'm the only one. Or I'm right. the only one. You're not. Everybody's dealing with that. So take that burden on for yourself. The other thing that I would say some real practical practical things are, are uh, what you can outsource. Maybe there are things that you can send overseas. Maybe there are things that you can outsource. Maybe there are things that you can get a company to do. That's a real practical thing. The, the other two things that I would say is second to that is systematize some things. Maybe there's some things that you're depending on a person to do that you really need to create a system for. Let me give you an example. Uh, years ago, my um, executive assistant would spend hours and hours and hours scheduling meetings, scheduling things, moving things around. Do you know what we did? We invested in a system and that system cost us less than um, uh, a value meal at a fast food restaurant every month. And guess what that did? That alleviated hours and hours and hours of scheduling. So we systematized some things that were able to do that. Um, and I love what you said about um, with the people, sometimes you're just gonna have to train them. I say this to you, recruit heavier, go heavier. All right, if you're gonna get a diminishing return predicated upon the um, what everybody's dealing with as it relates to personnel, then you just have to recruit heavier. Yeah, and, and, I, and I believe that, uh, like I said, pull up your sleeves, you got to just get in there. Uh, whereas before you just probably took a look thing, well, oh, I got so many, you know, uh, you know, just people coming in trying to get a job. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But maybe it now as a leader, it takes you putting on that lens of discovery and just catching people at the mall, catching people at Starbucks that may you see them doing that job well, or you admire something about that and say, hey, how would you like, you know, are you looking for extra money? You're looking for blah, blah, blah. You know, that, look, hey, listen, I right now am in massive recruit mode right now. Right, right. As I always am, you know that, and as you always are too, any leader should always be recruiting. If you're, every leader who says, I already have my team, you have shifted into manager mode, not leader mode. Because mm. a leader is always recruiting. Always. 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 always recruiting. I, I like that. A leader is, I like that, a leader is always recruited. I, I, listen, always. I'm always observing the Correct. crowd around me looking for gifts, talents, heart, and hunger. Just like Jesus did. Uh, you're interviewing people and they don't know they're in the interview. Come on. Good leaders are always interviewing people. And this means then on the, on, on the flip side of that, be careful how you do what you do because you never know when you're being watched by a leader who wants to give you an opportunity to do something. You never know when opportunity is knocking at your door um, by somebody observing what you do. Let's get these last two Ps. Your processes. Everything changed. I read an interesting statistic in the world of church that 50% um, of, of one particular ethnic group had not returned to in-person worship at least once a month. You don't want to say the ethnic group? African-Americans, right? I, I say that. Uh, uh, <laughs> say it. Well, I, I said, know it would go 
saying unless it was a special reason. You no, saying it. no, no. Listen, and, and one of the things I love about Arvis Ed is that you know, uh, at, at your organization also multicultural, multi generational, white people, black people, Asian, Hispanic, every age, every background. Um, um, that was a startling statistic to me. Um, to, to look at those numbers to see um, that things have changed, um, where many people. They shifted the way they consume material. Movies have started releasing into people's homes versus movie theaters. Um, you, you already talked about the shift that happened in music years and years ago. Um, I may or may not have known somebody that used Napster when Napster came out. I don't know. Um, you know, but you talk well, about that. When you saw the influx of bootleg CDs, right? You know, people selling them in the barbershop, right? Them, uh, saying, "I can get you any song you want, mix all of that." <laughs> they were using Napster. Wow! See, I mean, and, and that's it. Um, let's talk about the process that has to change because sometimes um, is a post-pandemic leader. Not sometimes. Everything about your process has to change. Some people are like dealing with Windows ninety-five. They're like dealing with dinosaurs. Uh, I, I do a lot of consulting for leaders um, in our leadership network, and they, I still do one-on-one -on -one sessions that they can do for leaders of small companies to fledgling things that are just beginning off the ground to major multi-million dollar Fortune 500 operations. And you know what I discovered is most people's processes are dated. They're old. They are requiring things that are just, I'm like, that is just the most antiquated system of doing things. Let's talk about how everybody's process has to change. Your process has to be simple and easy. It cannot be convoluted anymore for anything that you do. We live in a quick and fast, gimme, gimme, quick, quick, one, two step, and I got it. Right. Anything that takes longer than what social media has allotted for is too long. And it has almost gone down, you know, reels, the lowest number is 15 seconds. So that means you have 15 seconds to make an impression or to get someone to respond to your product, your ministry, your calls, whatever it is you're pushing. It has, you have to stay abreast of the new technology and what is it going to take for my situation to be one too bad that's it process processes have to change and part of being a leader means that you have to ask yourself here's the here's how you fix the process what's the goal and what's the quickest way to get there for many people their processes aren't good because they don't really know what the goal is and when you don't really know what the goal is for example on a registration form if, if you asking questions i, I um, somebody trying to do business with me they were asking a bunch of questions that I said, I don't have the time to answer all these questions. And so they want to have a meeting to have that. And I told my office, I said, cancel the meeting. I'm not having a meeting to answer those questions. I said, they need to email me those questions. They told my office, well, um, these are questions that have to be asked over the phone. I said, well, then tell them that we'll just stick with who we do business with now because I'm not doing all of that. I'm not going to get on the phone to answer questions. You can email me. Email is much more efficient for me. See, if I'm the end user, make it easier for the end user. So then the person sends all these questions. I just said, you're not making this an easy process for me. And your convolution of it is not getting to the end game because I happen to know because of the industry that person's in, you don't actually need to know all of that. You're just getting a bunch of extra just for the sake of doing it. I know that you don't need to know that information. So you got to, every leader's got to ask themselves, what 
um, I'm not trying to accomplish and what's the quickest way to get there. Last P, because Jesus said, you need to know how to analyze it. It's during the present time. We talked about your plan. We talked about your people. We talked about your process. Let's talk about your product. What are you putting out there? Um, in music, let's talk music. Because music shifted. You came into music when music was shifting. Just talk a little bit about how when you came into music, music was shifting. Rap was shifting from this East Coast, West Coast thing. And then you had this Southern sound coming out. Like they did a whole Netflix thing about it. Talk about that from a musical standpoint about the product, what you're producing that, that people are to consume or receive or what have you. Yeah, sure. But well, 20 years ago, the product was the CD. It was the full package album. Now, uh, no one's buying CDs. Mm -hmm. Let alone, nobody's buying projects. Nope. People are getting your music for free. They can get on YouTube, hear it for free. They, they don't even have to have, they can get a subscription, hear all the music they want for free. So the artist no longer has the music as the product. So now the artist must diversify. So now you see artists like Rihanna, Jay-Z doing what? Okay, getting into sports, Rihanna, getting into clothing, getting into perfume. Get, now the product has changed. Right. But the actual artist who is not multifaceted like a Rihanna or Jay-Z, mm -hmm. the product has now changed, watch this, from the music business to the show business. Right. Which means that now, okay, you won't buy a CD, a $20 CD, but I can get you to buy a $200 ticket to this concert. Right. Which is more than the CD. Right. But all it is is diversifying, analyzing the present time, changing your plan, and then creating a new model that serves your end goal. There you go. You said it so well. All I can say is all these four P's we hit, there it is. Analyzing the present time, your plan. What needs to change about your plan? Number two, your people. We talked about the person that works for you, but you just hit on the people that it is that is your end user, right? In business terms, they call it end user, who it is you're serving. At the end of the day, in the world of church, you can set up and say, we're in Denver, 46 out of 50 for lowest churches in the nation. It is 4% um, African-American, so there's not a lot of ethnic or racial diversity here. And I remember years ago saying, okay, we cannot just depend on people coming into the building. Years ago, I was talking about streaming. Back when streaming was very expensive to do, we were on TV. And then I looked at how much we were spending on TV. I said, we can spend less to stream, yet reach more people. And actually, I can see data. So this was before people were talking analytics and all that stuff. We were looking at all of this stuff well in advance. You got to say, how do I reach my people? Because if, if you know, from a ministry standpoint, the Bible says we're called to be fishers of men, but where are the fish at? And I need to get to the fish. Instead of being mad that the fish won't come to me, I need to find out how do I go get the fish. That's good. Um, you talked about the, and the same thing with the music business. Rather than saying, y'all need to come buy these CDs. This ain't right. This ain't right. And a lot of leaders get mad that the people have shifted when really your plan needs to shift. Come on now. That's it. Your plan That's the word. has to shift. Well said, Bishop. That's good. Your process, your product. Listen, this has been amazing. I want you to pray and then I'll close out in prayer for every leader that they would act on what they've heard today about what needs to, for the post-pandemic leader, their plan, their people, their process, their product. Would you just cover that every leader would not just hear this, but they would go do something with what they've heard? 
Father God, we just thank you for this podcast and the divine information that came in it. We know by way of principle of the word of God that divine information leads to transformation, which later leads to manifestation. So Father, we just thank you that every listener, God, will not only hear it, but receive it, take it, and do something with it, Father. You said in your word in Psalms chapter one, whatsoever a man doeth, that's what's going to prosper. Yes. Nothing will prosper unless we execute the plan, unless we execute the things that we have heard. Let us not just be hearers of this word tonight, but let us be doers of the word. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Father, I thank you. I stand in agreement. I call in now all of the resources necessary for the plan, for the people, for the process, for the product. I call in the right people. I call in the right plan. We call in the right process and product. We put our requests in the spirit. And you said, God, that if we would make our requests known to you, God, you would hear and you would answer. You said the effective, fervent prayers of the righteous. That's us. They availeth much. They get things done. So we expect results. Now, once these leaders have heard, now they will do. And Father, we put a petition in the spirit for you to bring everything they need to them for them to move forward in what you have done. We thank you that they're an amazing, incredible world, changing, curse-breaking, generation-altering leader. I cover them now in Jesus' name. Amen. Listen, sir. Appreciate you. Thank you so much for being on the podcast with me today. This is certainly not your first time, definitely not your last time here on the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. We love you all. Listen, make sure you connect. And if this blessed you, make sure that you sow. Always be a blessing to what blesses you. Pastor, talk about that because you have sown, you, you have sown into me and you have seen your results about that. Just tell people the power of sowing into harvest into Bishop Foreman. Man, listen, man, I'm a repeated. Let, let's get that clear. I, yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, let, let I, the record reflect. Not I have sown. No, 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 yeah. brother. I, I am You're a, a serial sower. Serial sower. Come on. <laughs> I love that. I love that. And I cannot not be in the man of God's presence. See, I tell him all the time, when I come in your presence, you don't pay for nothing. You don't pay for yeah. your food. You don't pay for anything. I'm sowing. I believe in it. I've seen it come back on my life immediately. Come Good on. ground harvest all day long. And I that is why I am a cereal sower. My God, listen, I gotta do a whole message on that. I'm gonna give you your props because that's that listen, that's yeah. You make right you there. make sure you give me my props on that because I'm coming out with a t-shirt that says that. <laughs> cereal sower. Listen. <laughs> I got you. Guys, Bless. be a blessing to what blesses you. I want to encourage you. For some, so 50, some, so 100, some, so 1,000, some, so 2,000. Listen, the seed that you sow interrupts the cycle you want to break. Seeds break cycles. And so I want to encourage you to sow into this today. Uh, if you're a leader, I want to push my leaders on here. Some of you need to get a $1,000 seed into the ground. Leaders always sow greater because leaders always expect greater. All right? Uh, you were blessed to be a blessing. Pray this podcast has been a blessing to you. And listen, guys, until next time, remember to love God, love people, and love life. We out. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. 
No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.